all that being said, if you're a guest with us today, talking about giving, we don't want you to feel like you have to put something in the offering. Uh, we want you to take this service as a gift to you from our hearts. We want you to enjoy yourself and have a good time today. We're going to be kicking off our new series called Chains, and the way we're going to start it out each week during this series is with a song, and I very much want you guys to pay attention, real close attention, to the words of the song because they so much go with the series and the whole feel of what we're going to be doing. Walking the same old road for miles and miles. If you've been here, the same old voice tell the same old lies. If you're trying to fill the same old holes inside, there's a better life. There's a better life. If you've got pain. chain and you tried to break it. I'm not talking about one of those little plastic chains or your little gold chain on your neck. I'm talking about steel chain. Those chains out there on the on the display we have in the, the lobby with the sign that says chains. And those are about the little chains holding up that sign that weighs maybe, I don't know, two or three pounds. Those chains are 1,600 pounds of pressure it would take to break one of those links. Well, a lot of people walk through life with chains holding on to them. Chains way stronger than the ones we have in the lobby, the lobby, you know, chains that actually anchor them down and stop people from moving forward. 
They stop us from going where we need to go and being who we need to be. They just seem to hold us back, and we can't go anywhere. Now, maybe you haven't experienced this, but I bet you you have. If you've been alive for any amount of time, you've probably been held back by a chain in life before and maybe even now. Well, this series, Chains, over the next few weeks, it's going to be a little bit different, certainly different than the last one we just did in our family portrait, which we had a great time with, and we're going to have a great time with this one, but in a little different way. Each one of these messages is going to be kind of a little bit like a counseling session. And we're going to talk about different chains each week. This week, we have one in particular, and we'll, I'll tell you about it in just a second. Uh, we, can, we can go through life feeling like we're held up, but we have good news. We're going to read you something here that Jesus said. No, let me back that up. Let me get myself straight. The theme scripture for this entire series is Psalm chapter 117, verse 14. And this is referring to God. He led them from darkness and from the darkness and deepest gloom. Maybe you felt like you've been there before. He snapped their chains. If you are going through life today and you feel like you have a chain that's just attached and holding you down, holding you back, stopping you from moving forward, then God wants to break that chain, and he can, and this is amazing, amazing news, a news that we believe God wants us to aggressively deal with any chain that's on us. Anything that has a chain on us, we think we should aggressively deal with it as fast as possible because we want to move forward in life. Now, the chain that we're talking about today is grief, grief. Um, I bet you most of us in here have gone through grief of some sort. Let me give you that definition. Grief is the emotional suffering we feel after a great loss. Talking about the loss of a person, maybe somebody in your life has passed away, someone you love dearly, and they're gone. Maybe, maybe you've lost a job. You can, you can get caught in grieving and hung up in the loss of that job, or maybe a relationship. Person didn't pass away, but they're just not part of your life anymore for whatever reason, and, and that's, that's got a, a hold of you. It's possible. People, maybe you lost your dream. You know, for, for a long time, you had this great dream of something, and this is the way it's going to be, and you planned for it and worked for it, and then in one fell swoop, it's gone, and no possibility that it's coming back, no chance that that's ever going to happen. Well, that can cause us to grieve. And Now, grief can be a good thing if it's healthy, but when it's unhealthy, it becomes a chain. Um, hard things, hurtful things, damaging things happen to people. Um, I, I've experienced it myself. I've had, I've had a loss, I've had loss in my life that I, had to deal with and had to grieve over. I've lost people. I've lost relationships. Um, one, of the, one of the biggest losses that I had in my life was, it's, it's a little difficult to explain, but it's pretty much the way that I thought everything was going to be and was right and should be 
is gone and just completely blown away, shattered. Uh, along with that went relationships with people, and they were gone. Just, uh, just in a massive, massive loss. I was left with a kind of a gaping hole in my life, and it just rocked me, rocked me to the, to the very core. Now, I have no doubt that you might have very well experienced something like this yourself. Um, I, we're not here to compare uh, grief or loss with each other. I don't, I, I don't want to compare. I don't want to fight over who had a worse experience. Uh, the thing is, if you've gone through something like, like this, it was serious, you felt it, and if you didn't move through it healthy, you got stuck. Well, I want to say to everybody in here, if you're currently in the painful part of grieving, the very first thing is, I'm so sorry that you're experiencing that. I'm so sorry that you've experienced some a loss that has just rocked you and maybe even grabbed hold of you. Um, it's not something that we want to see happen to anybody ever. At the same time, I have some good news, some very good news about it, that even in this pain, God has some help for you. As a matter of fact, he knew that we were going to go through stuff like this in life. It's not a surprise to God when something happens, a great loss in our life occurs. He saw it coming, and he has help for us. He can help stop us from getting chained down by it. Getting God's perspective on grief and the loss that's associated with it. Getting God's perspective on these things is the key to getting out of the chains. It's the key to having God in your life to break the, and snap the chains off of you. God's perspective on grief is this, that when you experience it, he wants to draw close to you. I know it's kind of odd, but when, when you experience grief, God wants to grab hold of you, kind of like you and if you have kids, he wants to help you get through it. Now, again, a little bit different type of, of message, a little bit type of, of series that we're doing, a little bit like a counseling session that you, you're getting for free. So, grief is normal and necessary. Healthy grief. Healthy grief is normal and necessary. If you let him, God will take you through it, and you can come out the other side and everything be okay. If you don't do it in a healthy way, it becomes a chain, and you get stuck. Now, with all that rolling in your mind, I want to look at something that Jesus said. And quite honestly, the first part of it, actually this whole thing, it's kind of crazy. And if you look at it the, for the very first time, it's like, Jesus, I don't quite understand. I thought you were smart. What are you talking about? Matthew 5, verse 4, this is Jesus speaking. He said this. Blessed are those who mourn, those people in grief. You're grieving. You're blessed. Then he explains, for they will be comforted. Well, how, how does that quite make sense? So do I, you know, am I happy? Like, oh, man, what can I have grief about today? Because that means I'll be blessed. It's not what we're talking about. Um, I have never once in my life, nor will I ever, say, God, 
can you help me have some more grief because I just need to be blessed? Can you just make something, let me lose something today? Well, no, that, that's, that's ridiculous. That's not, that's not even what Jesus was talking about. To be comforted means to be drawn near to God. We'll read it again here in a minute, a different version to kind of clear that up. But Jesus said, when you go through grief, when you're mourning, you're going to be blessed because God's going to draw you close. And there's, the closer to God you are, the better. The more you spend time following God, the better. The more healthy you will be. The closer you are to God, the more you have his peace in your life that, that nobody else can give you, that nothing else can give you. The closer you are to God, the, the more of his strength you got. And listen, I'm sure that you are some strong people. I'm sure that you can handle and deal with and manage and, you know, grit through and grind through some awful things. Well, you're still not as strong as God is, and he wants to offer his strength to help you. God wants to provide for you. He wants to encourage you through the grief that you are experiencing. I'm going to give you a little side note here. Jesus said, blessed are those who mourn, for they'll be comforted. And he's, he's referring to specifically God. I want to, uh, there's kind of something that happens at the same time, or maybe even because of God. When you start going through grief, and you've had a major loss, maybe you haven't, especially if you're there, maybe you haven't grasped this part quite yet, and it's understandable, that you also find people who love you. And you might not have known it before. You find people who will reach out to you and grab hold of you themselves and offer their help to go through this loss with you. That's an amazing thing. I don't wish the loss on anybody, but we will experience loss. It's going to happen in our lives. It's going to happen at some point or another, probably several times through our lives. And when it does, we can look for God first. And then the people that he brings into our life that love us. You start to find out that you're not alone in this process. Now, those are just some things about grief and what God thinks about it, what Jesus said about it. And so the question becomes, all right, what, what do we do about this? I'm, I'm going through this. I've had this loss. And, and if, if grief really does lead to blessing, can we just hurry up and get there? Because I ain't feeling it right now. Well, let's, let's, let's talk about that. Let, let's get there. If things are healthy in your life, you can grieve forward. You experience a major loss. And it's major if it's major to you. There's no, there's no list that says these are major things and these are minor things. That, there's no such thing. If it was major to you, it's major. And you can grieve forward forward through it. Jesus did it himself. Now, I understand he was Jesus, but just if you can think about what would have happened if he didn't do this. Jesus lost a friend, a dear friend of his. His name was Lazarus. This, you can find the story in John chapter 11 in the Bible. And Jesus cried over this. He loved this guy. And I mean, he felt this tragic loss of his friend who died. Well, Jesus could have 
got stuck right there and felt horrible about it and, you know, let it, let it grab hold of his life and hold him down. But instead, Jesus grieved forward, and if you read through the story, he ended up going and raising Lazarus from the dead, which I've never done that. But Jesus did, and he did it because he was able to grieve forward. He didn't get stuck. Uh, Jesus did it, some, he grieved forward again in a little different way. He had a cousin. His name was John. Uh, John the Baptist, if you maybe have heard of him before, but in Matthew chapter 14 of the Bible, John the Baptist, Jesus' cousin, was in prison, and he ended up getting killed. He got beheaded. They cut his head off. Well, this Jesus is his cousin. He's dead, and Jesus could have got stuck in the grief over this loss. Instead, he decided to keep moving forward, moving through grief in a healthy way, and if you read the story, you find out just shortly after that, he um, found himself talking to 5,000 men, plus their wives and children, roughly 15 to 20,000 people, and everybody was hungry. Well, Jesus had five loaves and two fish that a little boy brought in his sack lunch, and he used that to feed everybody. Jesus grieved forward and kept moving forward in life, and it was a healthy thing. Had he stopped and got stuck and chained up by grief, that might have never happened. But he was a good example for us. He's trying to show us that we can do this. We can make it. He made it. We can make it. We can move forward through grief. And as long as we're moving, it won't chain us up. Now, I want to give you some help. I want to kind of help you figure out where you're at. If you've experienced a loss, or maybe just kind of keep these in the back of your mind because you're going to at some point. And you can see these different stages of grief. Now, in the Christian world, and the non-Christian world, just all across the board, it's pretty well accepted that there are five stages of grief when you lose something in your life, something major. And uh, counselors and, and, and just all kinds of people will try to help you move through them and not get held down by them. We don't want you to get chained up. By them. Now, these things I'm about to list for you, the order varies, and you know which you, you can even go through more than one of these, these stages at a time. So you might be in more than one at the same time. That, that's, that's okay. I mean, it happens. But I want you to be able to identify where you are so you can say, okay, I'm there, but tomorrow or the next day, let's, I want to be moving on. You want to make sure you're moving through them. That's a very important part. So here's, here's five stages of grief. The first one is, again, you can go in different orders, but the first one we're talking about is denial. Some major loss occurs. Something happens in your life, and you've, you, you, the way you're thinking is this. This can't be happening. This can't be true. I, I, no, 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 just no. I've literally personally been on the phone with someone having to tell them that their friend died on the way to the hospital, and their answer, their response to me in that moment was, nope, no, can't be. It's not possible. Well, that's the first stage of grief, and it's normal, and it's okay. But so it, you could be there. Usually that happens right away, but, I mean, it could be later as well. There's another stage of grief called anger. 
a major loss has happened in your life and your thoughts are this, it's not fair. They didn't deserve that. I don't deserve this. And get upset at God and everybody else because this happened and it wasn't supposed to happen and just angry about the entire situation. That's a stage of grief. And in a healthy way, it's okay, but you don't want to get stuck there. Another phase is called bargaining. You kind of barter with God. Um, maybe someone you know is dying. Like they've only got a day left, whatever it is. And you start to, you're already starting a grieving process because you're starting to feel that you're going to lose this person. So, um, God, take me instead. Take me instead. That's bargaining. Maybe, maybe a loss has happened and, and you, you, you talk to God something like this or you're just thinking this. You may not even be in a place where you talk to God, but you're thinking, man, if, if God would just, I mean, if he's real or if God would just fix this, I'll never cuss again. Or maybe you talk, God, if you would take care of this, you would change this, I will go to church for the rest of my life. Maybe you've bargained with God before. God, if you would just do this, then I will do this. Number one, most of the time, you don't. But you do need to know that that is a grieving process. It means if you find yourself doing that and it's like new to you, realize you're moving through the grieving process. And it's okay, but just... You know, let's not make promises that aren't really going to happen. That's bargaining. Here's another one where a lot of people get really stuck, and this one is one of the major causes of, of the chain of grief to grab hold of you, and that's depression. I've had this great loss, and now I'm hopeless. Why even try? This shouldn't have happened to them. I'm not mad about it, but I don't feel like I, don't feel like I have a future now. Everything that I had planned or their, that their beautiful life is gone or this thing that was supposed to happen didn't. And now I just, I don't even care anymore. Somebody that's going through this will begin to shove people away. People will notice and they'll try to help. And so if you're, if you're stuck in depression, you'll shove people away. No, I'll just leave me alone. There's no use. You have anxiety over what could have been, and that just keeps you hung and stops you from moving forward. These are stages of grief. These are very simple definitions of them, but you might have found yourself in one of these. Now, there's one more, and this is, this is typically the last stage if you're going through it in a healthy way. And this stage is called acceptance, where you... Say, okay, I've had this loss. I've gone through these things. I was upset about it. At first, I didn't believe it. Then I was pretty upset about it. Then I was like trying to figure out how to fix it and work some sort of deal. And then I, I you know, for a while, I just, when I realized none of that was going to happen, I, just, I was just down. But now I'm, I'm, I feel like I can accept. I can accept it. What this is is you embrace the, the pain. You embrace the loss, and you just pull it in close. And say, we're going we're gonna to go through this. Instead of trying to fight it and ignore it and fix it, just grab hold of it. It's going to hurt, but you realize this is what needs to happen. And you embrace the loss and pain. You don't just bear it quietly. Um, I mentioned at the beginning, 
I had there a section in my life, a major loss, and I got to the point, and I just knew this, and this had this was God. None, all of these happen healthy in a healthy way, with God leading you. So you you really want to grab hold of that, but and this this had to be God. I realized one day that I'm, this is this is tearing me apart. I've got to get past this. And so I had a, or still have, a friend in town that's the pastor of another church, and uh, I went to him and said, you know, can I borrow your auditorium for a little bit? And then he thought it was kind of weird. It's in the middle of the week. You know, nobody's there. He was like, well, sure. All right, just, you know, give me, I, I need a minute. So he went on about his day. I, I walked into this, you know, auditorium. Nobody's there. And um, it was a church I had gone to when I was a little kid. And that's probably why I went to this place. But went there and walk in and go to the front. They have a little place where people you know, kneel down and pray. And so I just found myself in a little corner and knelt down, took my phone, you know, turned on some nice worship music, which I really love. Uh, I really love slow worship music, honestly. So I put that on and it was playing and I just started talking to God and then I realized I just need to, you know, accept and pull this whole thing in. And so then I begin to cry. I know. It's not very masculine, but uh, I began to cry. And I didn't just cry, but it was like ugly cry. Have you ever had ugly cry before? Now, in this particular church, there were Kleenexes everywhere, so I was okay. I was like, oh, snatch one up. Uh, and so I had a little bit of time of ugly cry. But at the, all of this happening, it was God that, that kind of led me to this whole thing. I was able to accept what was going on, grab hold of the loss, pull it in, and say, okay, this is part of my life. I don't like it. Can't change it. So I'm going to go forward now. And so I, I remember this moment of acceptance in my own life, going through this process myself. If we will embrace and grab hold of a loss, we can move forward and be healthy. Now, if you do this, we're moving through this process, don't expect it to be a nice, clean, don't try to force some messy emotions into little neat packages because grief is ugly, it's not easy, and it hurts. You will have questions like, why me? Why now? Why them? Or what's going to happen now? Because, you know, that was all my plans. Well, I don't even know what's going to go on. Well, how's this going to work? Questions like, well, what if I would have done this? Maybe I wouldn't be going through this. Maybe this wouldn't have happened. Maybe I should have done that. Questions like, May, does, you know, does anything even really matter now? I mean, do I even have any... Any purpose anymore? Uh, maybe you think, how long does it take to grieve? Because I'm really tired of it. These are valid questions. Uh, here, here's one more. Is it okay for me to be happy? Because I've gone through this grieving process, and it was tough. I feel like I've made it, and, and I, want, I feel like I feel better. And, and I'm happy uh, now in, in, in life, but other people aren't. So I kind of feel guilty that I feel okay about it and they don't. 
Is that okay? Yeah, that's okay. Maybe you can help them through their process. What we're doing when we grieve, or what are we doing when we grieve in a healthy manner? We're embracing the pain, and this part is crucial. Embracing God at the same time. I'm going through this, God, and I want to grab hold of you too. Not, God, please take away all the pain. Uh, I mean, you can pray that. Maybe, maybe it'll happen. But most of the time, it's, God, I'm going through this. I need you to help me go through this. That's actually the actual healthy way to approach it. And um, you begin to integrate the law so that your life adjusts to regain full functionality. Because someone that's stuck in the grieving process, they're chained by grief. They're not functioning fully. They're handicapped in their trying to move forward. They, something's missing. Something's not firing right. Something's not working right. Grieving a loss can be the beginning of a deeper and more trusting relationship with God. It doesn't feel like it, especially when you're in the middle of it. And, of course, you would never ask for the loss, but... Grieving the loss in a healthy way can begin a deeper and a closer relationship between you and God. Through, through the grief that I personally experienced, went through myself, I, I trust God more now. I believe in God more now than I did before. I'm like, oh, you know, God, this, you really do come through. It really was okay. I really was able to make it through this, not try to avoid it all. I, I made it because you, because you helped me. I accepted the pain and I allowed the process to make me better. This is part of grieving healthy, and this is part of breaking the chain. Now, if we could just do this and do a little checklist type of thing, we could just break the chains ourselves. But sometimes, actually most of the time, that's not the way it works. We can get forward ourselves pretty good, but something will likely hang you up. That's why... We need to embrace the pain and the loss and God at the same time. God will grab you and hold on. Here's this, chap this verse we started with in the beginning, Matthew 5, 4, in the different versions. Jesus talking, you're blessed when you feel you've lost what is most dear to you. Still the crazy part. Only then can you be embraced by the one most dear to you. When we feel like we've lost everything, just like a parent, best parent in the world, God wants to pull you close and say, hey, this is hard, but I'm going to help you through it. That's the best way to grieve forward and let him snap the chains that are trying to form in your life. Now, you might be thinking, um, that's great and all, but I'm already stuck. You know, I, 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 I get it. If I, if I have a loss now, I know what to do. But what happens when I'm stuck in one now? Same thing. Pull God close and say, God, I'm stuck. I'm chained down by grief. I want to move forward, but I can't seem to, to break free. If that's you, you can replay this message over in your mind. Replay it literally, you know, through the, or over the Internet. It'll go on the website. You can listen to it over and over and say, oh, okay, yeah, there's where I'm at. I need to move forward through this. God, help me do, do that. And here's another step. 
regularly reach out to God. I'm going to give you an example here. It's going to be on the screen. It's going to be an example of, of talking with God. So if you're in the spot and you're stuck in grief and it's got hold of you in some area, you could talk to God and talk with him something like this. Maybe even as I, I'm going to do it like I'm praying it myself. You could join in with me and make this your own. But it kind of goes something this way. Lord, I, uh, I realize, I recognize that you intend for me to grieve in a healthy way. I want to bring my pain and my loss to you, and I ask you, please help me. Help me in this process. Please embrace me. Grab hold of me. Pull me close and fill my life with good things because I don't really feel like they're there. Please snap the chain of grief off of my life and help me to move forward with you. Please comfort me today. Show me I can still live life even though I've lost so much. Help me to move forward from this very moment, right here and right now. Help me to move forward every single day. A conversation like that with God, talking to him about it, saying, hey, I, I need some help here because I feel like I'm being held down. Now, you might be sitting in your seat thinking, okay, wait a minute. I'm not going to pray that. Because I'm, I'm not even sure that I believe anything you're saying. I just came to church today because somebody invited me and said there's good coffee and I get a free donut. And so uh, I may or may not even ever think of this again. Well, I want to make a suggestion to you. First, thanks so much for coming. I'm glad you came today. And second, try it for a little bit. Give it a few more chances. Because there might just be something to what we're talking about. There might just be something to God really loving you and caring about your life. There might, be, there might really be a God. Now, I know there is. And I know the things that we're saying are true. But I also understand not everybody has got hold of that. They, they haven't experienced that yet. Or they don't, they're like, I don't know. It's, I understand that. But you could follow for a little while and see. And you might just start to believe at some point that maybe there is something to this. And if you do, then you can begin to try it. Try one of the things we've said today. Try one of the things we're going to say over the next few weeks about these chains and see if it actually works. See if it actually does something. See if God actually does something good in your life. Now, if you like, okay. Maybe, maybe I'll give it a shot. If you don't, come back next week anyway. Eat all the free donuts you want and drink all the coffee you want. And I know that we chuckle at that, but I'm serious. Come on. If you're in the place where you're like, no, no, yeah, I got it. As a matter of fact, I believe that this stuff probably will work, and I just haven't, I've just never really connected to God's family. I'm, you know, I don't know that I really, I'm not as smart as everybody else in here. I don't, haven't read the Bible like I know that all y'all have. <clears throat> And uh, I don't know as much as all of y'all. Everybody can start, a, they can decide to start a real relationship with God today. You know, <laughs> kind of like saying, 
I don't know very much. I don't know. That's kind of like saying, well, I'm going to get healthy and lose some weight before I start working out. Because I can't do it until I get, well, you're not going to get better unless you do it. You're not going to get to know God more unless you connect with him. Uh, and so, you know, there's a good place to start. You can start today. I mean, today could be the moment you mark in your history where you said, that day, when he talked about, the, and maybe, maybe you're not in grief at the moment, but something said, I'm going to try it. I'm, I'm going to grab hold of this. You can mark that today as your point in history where you said, that's when I started following God. And it, you could do it by saying, you could by talk to God, talk with him and say, God, I need you to help me. If it were me, I would do it something like this. God, please forgive me where I've messed up. I've gone the wrong way so many times. I think I need your help. I want to follow you. I want to be the, the person that I should be. But I can't do it by myself. I've proven that. Will you save me from myself? I've heard some stuff about Jesus dying on the cross. And I don't really understand it all, but can I have a part in your family anyway? Will you lead me and guide me? Will you take me where I need to go? He can have that kind of conversation with God. And join, join up with his family because he's going to grab hold of you and say, oh, yes, you can. As a matter of fact, well, if you're in that place today, we'd love to help you out. If you're saying, God, I want to join your family today. I've decided that today I'm going to start following God. There's a little green card in some of those back of those seats. Fill it out and drop it in there. You can see the little basket on your way out that has a green card. There's a sample there. Drop it in there. We just want to reach out to you and say, hey, these are the next steps you could take to help you in that process. Y'all stand up with me today. I want to give you one final reminder. You don't have to be held back by chains in your life. You don't have to be held down. God wants to snap them off of you to help you be free from them. Now, we've kind of, we already put a prayer up there talking about it. But I do want to, I'm going to pray for you. And after that, if you need personal prayer for anything at all, there will be people up here that are ready and willing to take you personally and pray with you. They'll keep it private, but it's something between you and them and God, but they will do that for you if you need that today. Let's pray. Lord, I thank you for everybody in here. God, we experience chains in our lives that hold us down, and we just pray you help that you break them off of us. We want to join in with you, and if we're in, those of us that are in grief today, Help us to move through that process. Bring us through that pain. Bring us out on the other side healthy and closer to you than we've ever been before. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.